A lot of the time, we feel like our lives are the worst. But think if you looked at anybody else's closet, you wouldn't trade your shit for their shit. So let's go. That's why we ride a piece of wood, like what that does to somebody's spirit. She worked at Walt Disney World. She got comfortable. It's not a big deal. It's the Boyle and Rojas podcast, episode 76. I'm Nick Rojas. He's Nick Boyle. Nick Boyle, where are we recording? Where are we coming live from right now? Live tonight. We decided to switch it up a little bit. We didn't want to stay in the garage, so we ended up coming to IHOP. Uh, no, that's perfect. Sorry. I'm going to do it over here, Two of those now, Yeah, we'll do yeah, the, the minty hot chocolate, yeah. please. Oh, I pointed to the wrong one. Okay. Come on, boy. <laughs> Two of those. And do you guys know what you'd like to order? Do you need We're to just going to do those. Yeah, we'll just do yeah. that. Thank you, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is that going to be all for you guys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank no you. Um, yeah, we saw mid-90s. We're, we're in IHOP. We're, we saw mid-90s. We're just ordering ourselves a couple of minty loo-hoos. Is that what they call them? Yeah. That sounds be, really bad That is the lamest thing about it. That's like we ordered at Super Weenie Hut's. <laughs> from uh, Spongebob. No, IHOP. They have a special. It's this mint hot chocolate. The Cindy right. Lou Who. Well, we'll give a full review, obviously. The Who Beast, ro- Who Roast Beast looks really good, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's an, an omelet they got. But they, anyways, they, let's get to the movie. Everything is Grinch here. Jeez. Everything is at IHOP is Grinch, in case you didn't know. Chicken and waffles are great here. I can't recommend them Ooh, enough. I do love yeah, the chicken know, waffles here. Anyway, yeah, let's talk about the movie. So let's talk about... <laughs> this is a good start to the podcast. Yeah. Um, The movie. Mid nineties. You so, like to read the synopsis. Yeah. While you, you know, pull it up, I'll tell you that this movie is obviously directed by Jonah Hill. It's starring a bunch of people that you don't know. These are actually skateboarders who Jonah Hill re- recruited to be in this he movie. He just walked up to them. Yeah, and to be actors in this movie. So they have limited experience. Stevie was in something before this guy kid who played Stevie, Sonny Soljic. Um, and Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges and Christine um, Catherine. Catherine Watterson. Watterson, thank you. They've been, in, they've been in movies before. Obviously, Lucas Hedges is in all the great movies from the last few winters. And he's starring in quite a few this year. I saw one thing, and it's, it was like 2016, Lucas Hedges cries by the sea. 2017, oh Lucas Hedges cries in, um, at your school. 2019, Lucas Hedges comes to your front lawn and cries there or something <laughs> like that. I was like, that's so funny. Dude, he's he, – it's just – not for nothing, we always go on a Lucas Hedges rant, but like, yeah. give it to him, man. This is our mean, third year of being like Lucas Hedges. It's crazy. He always comes around for the Oscars. He's in another movie with. He's in two more movies st- yep, this fall. Two more big movies that'll probably get nominated. He's going to be nominated for it's something. It's ridiculous. Kids good for stunt, him. Yeah. But good for him for only. Be, it's like, um, who's the other one? Uh, that's Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet, again. He was also one. in Lady Bird. Years from now, people are going to look back at that Lady Bird cast and be like, and be like wow. wow. Like that many She's going to have a it. huge coming like, out, Much like people are going to look back on mid-90s and be like, that was the start of Jonah Hill's directorial debut. Yep. Uh, or that was his directorial and debut. Sonny's debut. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if that kid's going to be... I mean, he's so young. Like, he's so young. He could do anything. But obviously, this movie spends the entire movie with him, and um, he is able to capture... I guess we'll get into it. This movie is very much a slice-of-life movie that follows Sonny, um, who plays Stevie, a.k.a. Sunburn about him just trying to find this group to belong to and get out of this house and who he can become friends with. And he's this 13-year-old kid living in Los Angeles in the mid-90s. It's about 94, 95. And just about how he is just trying to find this group to belong in and just grow up and kind of find who he is. 
and it's a slice of life mo- slice of life movie that just follows him and his adventures with this crew of skateboarders and uh that's what this movie is about and it's a movie that spends this whole time with this kid and i think this kid sonny really pulls it off as an actor this movie what do you think I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I truthfully couldn't have done a better synopsis self reading IMDb. I think you actually did a better synopsis than off that. Just trying to cut to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is, for our listeners, you know, I'm trying to struggle. We uh, not, not only post our scores on IMDb, we also have our Fisher scale, which is similar right. from IMDb, you know, out of 10 uh, stars or 10 popcorn kernels. But when it comes down to actually giving this movie a rating... Um, you know, I, I'll come right out. I'll say I gave it probably about seven and a half uh, out of ten. Okay. But it still met my expectations of what I was going into this. And I was fighting to how do I explain to people, do they see it, do they not see it? Mm. And my biggest thing with this movie is you have to be in the right mindset. You have to know what you're going into. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't truthfully think my parents would enjoy this movie. Truthfully, yeah. I don't think they'd enjoy this. There's, usually, if they're going to sit down to watch a movie, they want to see something big. They want to see a Mission Impossible Fallout. They yeah. want to see something like that. Wanna this is like more you for your moviegoers, you know, this our boys over a- at Dual Redundancy, stuff like that. Yeah. Or, like, or your, uh, you know, your parents and stuff like that. You know, these people who do want to, you know, or, or people who have been the questioning. Small movies. The small movies. Yeah, this yeah. to me, I almost thought we did it a, a dis justice if that's a word injustice Injustice. or a disservice disservice there we go Mm. because i thought i would have loved to see this at the avon i would have appreciated it even more because of the way it was shot and stuff with the camera i know Um, i wonder if you know what's been playing there colette Colette oh the one with um natalie portman kira knightley kira knightley i always get those two yeah yeah but anyways so my my point with that is that it's a good movie yeah and i think it's relatable I think it's yeah. real. There's a you lot know, of that's my biggest thing yeah. I could say is that it's very real. Very real. But I don't think you'd say, "Hey, let's get a bunch of people and go see mid '90s." It's not. Yeah. It's not a Harry Potter. It's, it's not, not a, a Friday know, night date night. It's yeah. Not a, Halloween it's reboot. A, it's very much a Monday night. See with a bunch of other film lovers, kind of. Truthfully, and that's yeah. kind of what didn't it feel like that kind of crowd? Like yeah. there was an older crowd there. Was, there was, was a younger crowd. It was crowd, in one of the there small theaters at Province Place Mall. But what was cool too was it not only how intimate it Thank was. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I think we're good. Thank you. Not only was it good, at, <clears throat> but everyone was into it. Everyone was laughing together. Everyone was enjoying the the moments when it was yeah. tense and crazy. There was one time it just went literally zero right. to a hundred. I really, I'm glad that the audience didn't overreact. Um, on the film vault, they reviewed it and they said they went to a hipster theater where they were like kind of like forcing themselves to laugh like oh this is a funny part i should be laughing yeah. at this whereas i felt like our crowd was very much like oh like I'll, I'll laugh when i need to laugh i hear you but it was good yeah uh, you know all right so while you take that i'm gonna say like some bright points in this movie it's a four by three aspect ratio of this movie so it's meant to f- be filmed and it looks a way that's like kind of grainy and kind of old 90s but not too over the top with it um it's a movie that you feel like you feel and hear everything that happens in the movie like when yeah cv gets hit like you feel like it actually happens oh yeah you kind of like I, that's what i mean like i cringed at moments i was like ooh, and at one like i said there's that one point towards the end of the movie it just like skyrockets you're like wait what is happening and right takes you takes the breath out of you for a second to really bring it back and um i love that in these movies and a lot of people don't take the time you know i've talked to a few of the guys you know that i 
hang out with at work or I t you know or ladies I work at work with too and like they're not they're gonna go out and see a star is born or you know more mainstream Which movies I, we haven't seen yet but or I haven't seen but yet. take a minute and and truly appreciate a time period and a and an aspect of life that some people shun like you know they're skateboarders some people would think of them as hooligans or right, yeah. you know degenerates and right. they have a story to tell too and one of the greatest lines in this movie that I loved, and I think it's a, you know, we were talking about it. If you if it does get nominated for an Oscar, this will be the scene. And I just think it's the line of, you wouldn't take, you wouldn't want to trade your life. You wouldn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Mess no, it yeah. Up don't again. don't spoil it. I'd say that's a scene that's like meant for people when they get that far in the movie that they've earned that. Yeah, but what if they don't see the movie? You know what? No, then they don't deserve to know that part. That's a good point. All yeah. right. You know what I mean? That's fair. So see the movie, I but guess. But much like I do this with so many movies. Yeah. We've talked about this before on the podcast. When it it's, quote unquote, that scene in the movie, the that scene, you know what I mean? Halfway through the scene, I'm like, oh, this is a really good scene. I need to pay attention. And I'd say I made it further than any other movies where I, in that scene I was paying attention. But the last 20% of the scene, I was like, oh, crap. I forgot what he's saying. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. And then I moved on to the next scene. I'm like, yeah. What happens every I, would, I was doing that during that scene. I was focusing so hard. I was like, I know this is going to be huge. And then it's like, like I'm trying to like. And when, I couldn't even just say it right. It's when the teacher's like, all right, now this will be on the test. And you're like, oh, man. You're like, lean forward. And you're like, yep. you're focusing so hard that you forget to focus. So that kind of happened. But that scene was really good. It's a good point. Um, so what would there, you, in, in my conflict, would you suggest a lot of people good parts to go about see movie. it? Would you no, see it? I mean, I like, think what do you do? Since this was released in late October, do you wait November, to see if it gets a nomination? I think I think it might get a nomination. It might it might get an original screenplay nomination, maybe, but I don't know. It's like a it's a very short movie. It's under it's under ninety minutes. I'm not sure we'll get nominated, but I have a feeling that it'll get enough kind of like of that kind of buzz when it comes to VOD in like late December or January. That a lot of people will revisit it when it gets to home. A24 movies, people love those movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, definitely. But at the same point, I can agree with you. But I just wonder, will it getting nom if it gets nominated, will that bring more publicity to the movie itself? Or will it get the justice it needs before that? I think it'll get the proper due. It's getting a lot of credit from... The film community. A lot of people. It went from really like it. not being in any theaters. It was only released in Regal this past Friday. It is now yeah, Monday. Yeah, wide release. You know, and it's already out in all the other theaters. You know what I mean? So I think that that's a huge thing too. I think film lovers were really looking forward to this movie just because of that A twenty four pedigree it had. People love A twenty four movies. Jonah Hill's behind it. Trent Reznor does the soundtrack for it. Oh, soundtrack was great. Yeah. So like, I think this and Lucas had dad's gonna it, so. love this soundtrack. Yeah, I think, it, well, you know what? I don't think so, because I think no. in the mid-90s, he wasn't really listening to music anymore. He was just like, I'm he, tired he, of music. Because I was three years old when this he movie He was like, I'm going like to introduce podcasts, and he started well, early. he started listening to, I'm <laughs> not even kidding, Tony Robbins. He listened to those success books, like, on CD. Oh, Tony like, Robbins yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I grew up with that and Sports Talk Radio, so I was already ingrained in, like, talk shows and stuff like that. So let's, let's break this down. Three things we liked, and then we'll do three things we kind of disliked. Okay. My three things. One, I thought the the cast of characters in this movie were colorful enough and kept me intrigued the entire movie. Two, I thought the movie went by at a, at a decent pace. It was paced well. And three, I thought it, it accurately captured the tough moments that sometimes movies don't go there. And I applaud that movie for going there. What'd you, 
What are the three things you like? Yeah, uh, I'm going to bounce off similar ones to all the ones you said. For one, you know, I love that I didn't sit there and say I needed more. And I didn't love and sit there that I said it was too long. Because I've been finding a lot of the movies we go to, I find that they are way too long. And I always complain about this. This was the perfect amount of time to get what it needed across. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, I could appreciate that each character was so realistic in their own... Like, if you were in that sort of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Universe? Like, um, In their shoes? Yeah, in their shoes, you know, more or less, that you could really relate and see where they were all coming from. But even just how real, like we said, some of the characters were in their relationships with, the like, the two brothers. Mm-hmm. And seeing those two dynamics and stuff, as well as his interactions with looking up to these adults that he's hanging out with in this yeah. group of kids. He's like, 13 and those he's kids 13, are 17. But they're 17. He's looking up to them. And you've got the one who's a partier and you've got the one who's trying to make something of himself. It's so interesting. He got to have role model and party side in these two different interesting dynamic duos. Right. So I could appreciate that. Three, I'd probably say I'm just truthfully beginning of the fall – I went out and said this was on that top 10 list we did. Yep. And I'm still proud of Jonah Hill for following through and producing, honestly, a solid work. And like you said, his first directing debut, I think he swung and he hit. He didn't hit a home run. He didn't ground out, mm-hmm. but he got on base. Yeah, and I don't think he was, like you said, I don't Go think Red he was Sox. for that. Go Red World Sox. Series, woo! Yeah. Damage done. <laughs> um, As I sip my minty loop. So three things that I disliked about this movie. One, I do think early on in the movie and you know these movies are all filmed out of order anyway so it wasn't like this was intentional and it kind of happened throughout the movie but I felt like it was in your face like hey this is the 90s this is the 90s look he's wearing a Ren and Stimpy shirt and he's got Ninja Turtles uh, you know bed sheets and like there was like part of it that's like alright like at a certain point I was like I get it we're in the 90s like sometimes that's a good point when he was wearing that same like long sleeve polo for like five scenes uh, Lucas Hedges Hedges. oh yeah and it was the super 90s like multiple colors on it we know those the double earrings that cracked me up that look extended into the early 2000s honestly so I mean yeah that I mean Sonny um, Stevie I mean his name is Sonny in real life but Stevie what he was wearing like every other scene was like um, 90s stuff so that was like alright I was like alright I get it um, two I think there were definitely some repetitive scenes in this movie and that's like a slice of life movie for you like there are definitely going to be scenes where it's like not much happens in the scene and well, we kind of already saw that yep. and um, so I'm not going to complain and say that there were low stakes in this movie and that wasn't like a I don't know. Like, I, I hate when people bash, like, oh, nothing happened in this movie. It's like, well, that wasn't really the point. It was more of a character study, which this yeah. was. So I want that to be very Good. clear. Very and then clear. my final thing is, um, since it was a short movie, it just – I never quite got – I don't know if it was really relevant, but his relationship with his mom. You know what I mean? Like, it just – it was there, and then it went away for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So in a longer movie, maybe they'll discuss it more. To me, that would have been a more interesting movie. Cast characters are very much. They did, I think, a good job of being like. No one's like, good guy, bad guy, this guy, that guy. There was like a, it kind of like blended, but they definitely did lean their own ways in the spectrum. But they all kind of were similar to being the same person. Which in middle school and in early high school, that's what you'll typically see. So I thought that captured it. Boyle, what are the three things you didn't like? Um, I was rolling. No, yeah, they were all good. 
truthfully, I kind of agreed with everything you said. Um, the mom relationship definitely seemed random. Almost like you thought there was going to be more to it, and there wasn't. Right. It was like, he ha- it was like I, they're I setting something up. It was up almost and like they were only off. setting it up for when he has this conversation with Lucas Hedges, or should I say Ian, his brother, and they both can kind of sit there for once and agree on something. They're both like, I hate mom. In a way, you know what I mean? Like, that would seem like the only reason she was in the movie. Yeah. Besides that, Lucas Hedges' character could have been raising him for all we knew, and that it, we wouldn't even thought twice right. about it, because that's what it, it seemed. It would have been one of those movies. That's what it seemed. Like, where was she when half the stuff was going on in the house? <laughs> Seriously. It didn't say her career, what she did. She just wasn't home. Yeah, that's true. So I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, but I think, like we said, it wasn't... There wasn't supposed to be a plot here. It was a character study of how this boy was trying to fit in and the crew that he felt comfortable fitting in with. And I felt that was interesting. He could connect to that. Um, What I thought, what I didn't like was that there was no real, maybe I'm wrong, no mention of him going to school. Um, yeah. They're really kind of just, they, which they I mentioned thought. They mentioned the report cards. They the, mentioned the report cards for the older kids, not him. And I kind of wish that they would have thrown his attitude side that he was starting to get. Like, put that in the school. Like, why was he literally just not going to school? Like, that that whole part was not there for me. Was this all me. happening after school? Like, was it during the summer? Like, what was happening? Yeah, they said they were hanging out for a few months. Like, yeah. I would have feel like I would have seen school. Like at some it point. almost was like he like literally yeah. just lived at home and did. It nothing. might have come down to since this is a small budget Who movie cares? that they couldn't afford to get all those kid extras. True. And, you know what get I mean? the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. You know, that's another. Act. So, um, but you're absolutely right though. So that'd a, be a movie thing. with more money that maybe would have been better would have put the context of him being like early on in the movie. Maybe he's like this good kid, and then at the end of the year, he's just like acting out, lashing out. Yeah. So. Um, as for a third negative, um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, Truthfully, like, yeah, yeah like, I it just was kind of one of those things that didn't push me any more than it needed to. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel any huge connection emotionally to yeah. it. Like, there were parts where you, like, felt for the kid. You felt invested in the movie. You felt right. what was going on, but you didn't feel devastated heartbroken this big emotional turmoil or any like it was just like an okay this is what's happening this is how it went great cool move on next on to the next one but it definitely had a good story a good many good morals and themes in it and even when he thought you know trying i'm always trying to bring it back to a positive with this one but yeah i really could appreciate whether we saw the school whether we saw the mom his role models was really one and it was ray in the story and Mm -hmm. and he learned a lot from him and seeing that occur it was almost his bigger brother his older like yeah stay away from the craziness get your head on straight like come on like you you could be this instead of this like yeah i loved that like good stuff like that so uh this is going to be my future uh, 11 or 12 year old son's when favorite be- movie. Yeah. So I was going to say, when your kid starts maybe being 20 little, years from now, maybe. Yeah, maybe being a little rebel, throw this and my, one And on. my son asking me, like, was that what it was like? And me being three at the time, but pretending, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's totally, personal totally. On a personal note, I will say this. In the late 90s, I remember being like six, seven, eight, even when, like, maybe 2000. I remember being young and being like, I really want to be a 90s teenager. Not saying like 90s teen. I just wanted to be a teenager of that era. Oh, yeah, because we loved it. Because they had like the cool hair, and because, yeah. which is longer hair, and they did skateboarding. 
And uh, thank you, by the way. Of course. Boyle for the hot chocolate. Of course. Um, and I want to be – so it's now funny to see now as a 26-year-old looking back and being like, I'm so glad I wasn't any of that. Yeah. You know? I hear you. So I'm glad we gave this um, a positive review. It's all right. It's a good movie. A good movie. And I think um, this will be a movie that you'll see not maybe not this week, but months or even years down the line. And you'll probably find time to be like, you know what? I'm glad I saw that movie. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, you just got to be in the right place. You know, yeah. like you're looking for something to just throw on, I feel like, and yeah. just kind of take a take a whiff on it. Yeah. But like exactly. I said, I, I I can see a group of people who wouldn't enjoy this movie right. and yeah. would walk I out agree. being like, what was okay, that? what was that? What yeah. was the point of that? I wasted an hour. Blah, blah, like, right, exactly. you know, and going off on it. Before tangent. we go, though, I will say that um, that was one of my candidates for trailer of the year if i were to put five nominees i think i only have two in my head right now um and maybe if you have a, a nominee for favorite trailer of the year tweet us at the boylan rojas podcast on twitter at or at the bnr podcast tweet us what your favorite trailer of the year is my two favorite of the year were this one which is amazing trailer the full-length trailer theatrical trailer and then mission impossible fallout trailer the mission impossible fallout trailer i love so much i've seen it dozens of times and I've made an intro video for men's soccer based to the trailer. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I got to show you it, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've um, it. Best trailer of the year? Truthfully, I don't have one. Tully. Um, <laughs> Unseen. I, you know what it is? It's just like, you know, I'm even just trying to flip ahead and I don't. Um, my biggest thing with trailers, and I know I've mentioned this before, is I'm really trying to stay away from them. Yeah, I'm, um, doing, my, I'm doing my best. Like the do a teaser, and I don't want anything else. Bad times of the El Royale. I that luck- would probably be on top five yeah, for me. Yeah, luckily because of the way it looks. Well, see, I still have not seen the full theatrical trailer. I don't think I remember watching halfway through it and being are like, no, I can't watch it. Are you combining both? Are you just saying theatrical? Or are you just saying teaser? Or is it like either or? For me, a teaser is thirty seconds. 30 seconds? Yeah. That's what I mean. So which are you categorizing? I'm talking about the theatrical trailer, which is the two minute. Oh, so, okay. So if we're going by that, I don't know. So I think I saw it after the movie. But that movie, I remember seeing the trailer and like halfway through being like, well, I don't want to know any more about this. So I tried to avoid it. But unfortunately, in the first like minute, it spoiled kind of a part of it. So. Well, that and that's kind of my thing. It's like, do I really want to see uh, anything else you know yeah, what i mean I like do i really want to take the time to watch the mission impossible trailer? fallout trailer we had seen so many times i felt like i had seen the movie but it turns out i had not seen the movie that movie was incredible yeah still up there for me at number two movie of the year so far we're heading into oscar season now that's november for me the th- like my top five are won't you be my neighbor mission impossible fallout annihilation um, a Quiet Place, and no, no, I could have to, have to look. I can't believe box. you're able to uh, just handle that. Well, I didn't talk about it. Don't worry. About it. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. Thank, thank you, you man. Thank Appreciate you. that. Shout out to IHOP, man. Wow. Five stars. Dude, that was great. That's a man. I wish that I was had, cool. I wish I could leave tip. I, I was, was gonna say I don't even have cash to leave him a tip. Now I feel bad. You know what? This is gonna be my pay it forward moment. Ready for this? Just throw your whole no, credit. No, I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put a twenty down. Wow. Yeah. That's a pay it forward moment. Yeah. You know what? I'll Venmo you ten. No, stop. No, <laughs> don't. Um, I really shouldn't be talking about finances. Actually, like giving out money. No, I mean, no, we're just like personal news on my end. 
I have to get my car fixed. My car is currently sitting in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, it's going to cost a pretty penny to get that baby back on the road. Oh, Shout out to Kat, Don't Kato. tell me that happened when you were at the double date. Yeah. Damn. I know. Yeah, and well, you still the made the game. Lot. Oh, yeah, no, because uh, shout out to BCAT for driving me back up to Pawtucket. Way to go, man. Way B-Cat to go, brother. Back, uh, yeah. Carry on, too. What were you saying before that? I don't know. Shout out to that guy. Shout though. out to that guy. Yeah, I don't even think it matters. Uh, oh, top you were doing five your top five. Yeah. I, I have couldn't it on Letterbox. Check it out on Letterbox. I couldn't even do it. Shout out to our guy, um, Dave Allen, who also got a Letterbox. It's fun to see his reviews on there, too. Honestly, Letterbox, folks. In case I spend so much time is. on there. I know. I do, too. And I like the rating system because you can write, whereas on IMDb, you can't write, like, your thoughts, even if it's just a small You can blurb. do user reviews, but they are so far hidden. Yeah, it's so not worth it. But, like, I like Letterbox because you can check anyone's profile, just see a quick, like, usually Ooh, we put Upgrade was my number four movie of the year, and fifth was A Quiet Place. Oh. Uh, just a say, quick sorry. blurb in there just to explain, like, what you thought of a movie or something like that and we love to throw our scores on there the only difference is instead of our fisher scale it's on a five scale so right yeah exactly usually we try to compare them and you know bring them as close as we can to an even match but let's see where so, uh, well before we go i'm gonna see where this fits on my favorite movies of the year thing um this wouldn't th- fit on there for me i, I feel like i think um let's see i put it on the list i think i liked it more than tag and i think i i didn't feel as much as Unsane. I like the tag. So I'm going to put this above tag, and I'm going to put it behind Unsane. So it's my 22nd favorite movie of the year. How do you, you can do that? Yeah, you can. I'm editing my list, top movies what? of 20. Yeah. Oh, my I'll God. I'll show you after. Yeah. That's awesome because I totally – oh, you need to make a list. Yeah. So, well, we'll wrap up at the BNR Podcast. Follow IHOP on Twitter. Shout out to them. Come out. Get a mint Cindy Lou Who mint drink. Dude. It was honestly really tasty. It was really good. I'm really, yeah, that guy's a good guy. Follow Boyle on Twitter at oboyle92. I'm at rojo36. Thank you for listening. Boyle, any final words? Um, no. All right. There you have it. <laughs> and, and we just saw yawning. Mid-90s. Mid-90s, right? I can tell you right now, I was drinking a lot of orange juice in the mid-90s while you guys were growing up, so I can totally relate. And it was actually making my mouth water, so I must have some sort of, you know, Pavlov's dog type thing going to it. Uh, Definitely a coming-of-age movie. Uh, Jonah Hill making it a little bit awkward in certain moments, but not as awkward as 8th grade. What do you think from a psychological perspective of that young man, Stevie? Stevie. Stevie was just searching for some kind of brotherhood, really, just some older figure, male figure that he could kind of get guidance from and just, you know, some camaraderie. I mean, it's a very, it was a very simple case of not having a positive male influence in his life and he was looking for one. Absolutely. Textbook. Absolutely. And, and really, <coughs> you know, a brother that kind of drove him away. Brother had a lot of issues. You could tell he had a lot of issues. But we don't know what they were. We don't know what they were. Obviously, he was affected by his mother's uh, promiscuity um, early on, which she, she had him. Yeah. So that's why he said when she was very different when he was growing up, you know. And so, it. I mean, and he was a bully to his brother. I don't know, typical sibling rivalry uh, with an age difference like that. Who was asserting himself? No, because Kenny, by the time he was 
that age, I was already out of the house. You know, I mean, they must have had in the movie probably maybe a five-year difference in age, perhaps. You know, I was six. with a twelve-year-old, maybe he was twelve, thirteen. I'm thinking twelve, uh, and he was eighteen. You know, yeah. for, cause it was his That's right. He was eighteen. That's right. So. Uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie, and I would give it uh, seven out of ten. Yeah, seven out of ten seems solid. Um, again, I, I will keep uh, emphasizing and re-emphasizing Nick's point of how to see these low-budget, smaller movies as much as we see those blockbusters, because we don't want to see the small movies, the kind of the hidden gems leave the movie. Agreed. All right. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you soon.